0: I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information Through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God, we would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Necessary
1: Blackness podcast every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Rahim Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognizes
0: no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Yo, check out the award-winning docuseries Elementary Genocide. This docuseries provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. This docuseries features Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, Killer Mike, David Banner, Professor James Small, Kaba Kamene, and so many other people. Check out Elementary Genocide, the school-to-prison pipeline, Elementary Genocide the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the latest installment, Elementary Genocide 3, The Academic Holocaust. It's all available now at elementarygenocide.com. Tune in for the drop. I am Dr. Kira Taylor, and when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news, and I will check into the Necessary Blackness podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz. Aheem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back, and you're now listening to his show, Necessary Blackness Podcast. Stay tuned. This is cool of Cultivated Roots Media, and I choose to tune in to Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very necessary. Yo, that's what
1: I'm talking about, man.
0: You'll hear it here first. <laughs> now our feature presentation. Peace and black power family, this is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and this is another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. We get mainstream views without going mainstream. And today, I got a special guest in the studio. He has been here before, Uh and this is like his second home, my man Kalanji Changa. What's going on, black man?
1: I'm chilling in the building. I'm here. Now I mean,
0: that's say blackness was popping. That's right. That's right. Today, family, we're gonna talk about the situation that everyone's talking about that needs to be addressed, and that situation is concerning Black America and us calling for another boycott of a company that shows. Is discontent for black life by calling the police on individuals that did not patronize their business, was not allowed to use the bathroom, and eventually told they had to leave. This company we're talking about is Starbucks. For those that don't know the story or the situation, you definitely got to catch up on it. There's a lot of things that happened since this has transpired. And um, pretty much black America is frustrated and upset. So, Kalanji, I want to know your thoughts on this overall situation.
1: Well, truth be told, I ain't thinking about it at all, but we can address it about that. Um, (laughs) You know, really, it's like we get surprised when white folks mistreat us, when companies, major corporations who pretty much build themselves up off of our backs, you know what I mean, whether it's prison labor or slave labor whatever. We get surprised when they call the overseers to come hunt us down and and throw us out and tell us this is white only and we uh, we ain't got no nigger pies and all that good stuff, you know what I mean? But the reality is, you know, it's America. Um, And I think that one of the things that we got to get in the habit of doing is you know I hear a lot of folks that that they hate to hear people talk about boycotting, and I can unite with that. My point is, um, you know, we don't even have to say boycott. We just stop supporting folks that don't support us, who don't have our best interests at heart. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. We we're living in a situation where black folks are being gunned down, uh, choked out, smoked out, locked up you know what I mean so it's 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 business as usual we know we're in a state of emergency so um maybe we don't have the luxury to walk up in a Starbucks and and just uh you know kick the Willy Bobo or wait for our white friends you know what I mean so you know the thing is you know we 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 support what's black we support those who support us and we make it easy you know what I mean because of the fact that at the end of the day today is Starbucks tomorrow it'll be uh J.C. Penney, it'd be McDonald's, it'd be whatever corporation, whatever corporate entity, Victoria's Secret, whatever, it's going to be something different tomorrow and everybody's going to be in an uproar and everybody's going to be acting like, you know, oh, I can't believe that they would call the cops on these two black men who were just sitting there minding their business, waiting for their white friend. You understand what I'm saying? When in fact, when in reality, we know that America is racist, As fuck. So that's what we expect.
0: I am pretty much of the same opinion. And I have expressed those opinions to several individuals. And I had one (laughs) real disturbing conversation with an individual. And I tried to hear out their point. And I want to ask you your take on this. Maybe we can unpack this for me. Now, this individual was saying that the Starbucks on campus uh, the Starbucks on Cascade gives out um, school supplies. All right? Other individuals telling me that Starbucks, if you're a full- time employee, they will pay for your college. They got certain good health benefits. And most of their stores is either ran or employed with a high percentage of minorities. And several uh, black individuals own their own Starbucks and is a part of that franchise. So Starbucks is not racist. They speak about social injustice and do a lot of good things for the community. When when you hear people say that and they use that as their excuse why they can't boycott Starbucks, what are (laughs) your thoughts on that?
1: Well, the police give out. Ice cream in the hood. They give out school supplies. They give out toys. They got Officer Friendly. They let you pet their dog. You know what I mean? They, uh, um you know, if, you, if you're a cop, you can go to college for free. You know what I mean? If you're a cop, you get certain perks and benefits and shit like that, and your family might get benefits. But at the same day, same time- They give out ass whoopings. They give out ass whoopings. There's over 10,000- uh folks gunned down, murdered by the cops in the last 10 years. So so fuck that. You know what I mean? That's like I mean, that 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 line of thinking, that reasoning, that, 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 that sounds like uh, you know, um, I bought some Starbucks coffee, you know what I mean? And I was slipping, or I love Starbucks so much that I'm saying, fuck the fact that they uh, have prison laborers inside of the prisons. Folks are working for free. They can't even afford to drink the goddamn coffee, but they working for Starbucks. They might be getting 10 cent on a dollar or whatever. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't, there's, I mean, I don't know what the fuck to say to that. That doesn't even make any sense to me. That's, that's, that, to me, it sounds like the individual was thinking that they were thinking. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't see where, you know, I mean, we can't use that as an excuse. The, the police will come in the neighborhoods and do these dance off and shit like that. That's all propaganda. You know what I mean? That's like folks talking about Bill Gates uh, donated money to a school in Africa. Yeah, but also how about the fucking uh, uh, Coltan and and all the other resources that are being dug up in Africa, the folks who are being murdered in the Congo, the folks who uh, don't own any land, who are being uh, uh, raped and pillaged, so on and so forth. I don't want to hear nothing about no uh, uh, white saviors. Or no, 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 Captain Saver Cracker to come along and try to say that. Well, you know, black folks work. Black folks work for the fucking police. The majority of the cops in Atlanta are black. Fuck does that mean to me? That don't stop us from getting tickets. That don't stop them from going upside our heads. That didn't stop them from murdering ninety-two-year-old Captain Johnston. You know what I mean? So fuck all that.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right here first on Necessary Blackness podcast. And yes. Those are real curse words. We do curse on here because guess what? Me and Kalonji was talking off air and he asked me, so yo, is it cool to curse? you fucking right it's cool to curse. And I don't care who get mad. I want y'all to be mad at the police when they kill us.
1: Well, I don't. My, my thing is, you know, we, we speak English. And in England, uh, the English language is a curse. We were ripped and and uh, uh, had our whole culture... And, and language and, and and so on and so forth Stripped from us Now I, I know that You know a lot of times I purposely I purposely add a motherfucker So you ignorant niggas hear me As Lauren Hill would say You know what I mean I would purposely You know yeah I could say it a different way But um, I'm sick and tired of uh, Of saying it in a way that you don't understand I can make it as plain as hell But who cares If I say uh, fuck shit whatever Then all of a sudden everything You know I got your attention the reality is the police are straight going to work on us. You know what I mean? These corporations, like you said, the Starbucks, um, uh, the Victoria Secrets, and and so many of these other different companies, Ulta, Mac, whatever, all of these Whole different racist-ass motherfuckers are dragging us through the dirt. Dragging us through the dirt. Whole Foods, yeah. We, You know, we love trying to go get some healthy food. It's a shame that in America that they differentiate uh, the supermarkets from the health food stores, does that tell you that the supermarkets got something fucked up about it? You know what I mean? When you got to pay extra for health food? You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. We got to really get on top of our gains. We're in a state of emergency and we have all these shackle shakers. Shackle shakers are these folks who pose as black leadership who come along and and you love to pay your money to go hear them and go see them and go watch them and watch them sell you a dream and tell you about what we need to be doing and what we could do and how great we used to be and all this other yik-yak bullshit, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you're in the same position. They'll shake your shackles for you to make you think you're moving and you're still more fucked up than ever before. Those are the shackle shakers. Now, you know? Kalanji,
0: that terminology... Uh, <clears throat> Let everybody know where that came from. Because from my understanding, that's a a terminology that you coined.
1: Uh, Yeah, shackle shakers is something that... uh as far as I know, to my knowledge, came from my head, along with some other shit like moopies, movement groupies, who empower the shackle shakers. The moopies are, moopies are the movement groupies who come along and say, look, I'm going to make it rain on Dr. Such-and-Such and Professor Such-and-Such. Excuse me if I'm sound like a hater because I'm straight up a hater. I'm a hater of bullshit. You know what I mean? Here it is. I couldn't imagine, could not imagine being in the middle of a war because black folks, Africans always talk about we at war. I could not imagine being in the middle of a war and a motherfucker trying to sell you a speech. I cannot imagine being gunned down, being murdered, being slaughtered, and a motherfucker come along to tell you how great he is. The fuck is that? You know what I mean? People starving and struggling all across the planet. All across the planet. All throughout Africa. Throughout the Congo. Throughout South Africa. Throughout uh, Togo. And Benin. And so many other different places. Haiti. And we got folks flying around in Learjets, riding around talking about they, they this one and that one and so-and-so, you know what I mean? When they ain't got a fucking, when the, when the masses don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, you know what I mean? So they're rubbing your nose in their shit, and we supposed to say that, you know, it smelled like roses,
0: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we in bad
1: shape, man. We got to get it together.
0: All right, speaking of shackle shakers, right, there was an Instagram post that was very disturbing and it came from Kevin Hart and I'm gonna quote it he said let's make one thing very clear this is not a boycott at Starbucks situation this is horrible management the manager on duty was wrong it's that simple that's who needs to take responsibility for this wrong doing is that shackle shaking shucking um, and jiving scratching where you don't itch
1: I don't know I think that that, that, I don't even want to say what that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, we call that riding, and you could fill in the first part of that, you know, whatever comes to your mind. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we call him a rider, and we ain't talking about no rider like no G. You know what I'm saying? We talking about rider like being on somebody else's jockstrap. You know, Kevin Hart, I, I just began to think he was funny, but just like Steve Harvey, you know, he had to write that open letter to Steve Harvey uh, last year. I just remember like, that. Just like this character this buffoon you know what i mean um you know you need to shut the fuck up and tell jokes man you know what i'm saying i hate to sound like uh uh the the cracker that was talking about shut up and dribble but these comedians need to shut the fuck up and crack jokes if they don't know what they're talking about the problem is in in the african community in the black community we got so many entertainers speaking as if they're in a position of leadership speaking as if they're out there with the people you know it's a different it's a different story when you uh when, you, when you're coming into the community and the community is accepting you on the strength of the love that you're showing the community and the love that you're giving the people, uh, opposed to you not going to the community at all, but you making decisions for the community. That's what crackers do. You know what I mean? They make decisions. They're in their boardrooms and they're in their, their, uh, their leisure chairs and on their yachts and in their boats and penthouses and shit like that, making decisions that affect the folks at the bottom of the totem pole.
0: You now, know you I mean? know, when I first read this tweet, right? My first thoughts was Kevin Hart just officially made himself the brand ambassador for Starbucks. Either that or Kevin Hart must own stocks in Starbucks and he know that once a boycott is initiated, their stock price is going to go down and he's going to lose money. The same thing with H&M. When that happened, stores all around the country if i if i'm not mistaken 147 stores closed down why is he even speaking on this subject you know what i mean and so you know co sign what you said he's not a movement leader he right. don't speak out on black issues and and everything to him is a joke you know what i mean and yeah. i and i don't think anybody took this as serious as he might have wanted them to because he's a joke
1: yeah, well, you know, let me let me say this too. You know, um, you know, Mao tse Tung, uh, one of his quotes from the Red Book was, uh, no investigation, no right to speak. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times these folks just say what they feel, they say, you know, whatever it is based on their opinion. And that's cool because of the fact that honestly, I'm not telling no man, woman, or child that 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 don't belong to me and 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 no one belongs to me. Aside from my children, you know what I mean? My young children, you know, I can't tell you what you can say and what you can't say. That's your own personal business. You can't represent me because you feel like it. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm not allowing any man or woman to represent me if it's not sanctioned. You know what I mean? So, he can say whatever he wants to. The problem is in most civilized societies, you know what I'm saying? When you get up and you run your mouth and you make uh uh decisions for the whole and it ain't sanctioned, then the people will deal with you accordingly. But here in America, we've been sold so many dreams and and uh so many given so many kind gestures and we just want to fit in that we'll come out our mouth and say anything just because we have a mouth. You know what I mean? Because we could pack a stadium we feel that we can speak on politics. Well that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I know that, you know, if you watch some of these actors and shit, you watch the Ronald Reagans and you watch the, uh, you know, who was the actor and you watch the... Uh, uh,
0: Ventura.
1: Yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura, hmm. the wrestler, and Arnold Schwarzenegger become governor. And I get that. And I think, you know, it's it's cool, it's cute. But, but black folks, I don't suggest you try that because of the fact that what happens is these white folks will pump you up. As DMX say, pump you up to watch you get beat. Because eventually... They'll cut those strings and your ass to come falling right back down to the hood. And then you'll be on a chicken circuit, then chitlin circuit. Then you'll be like Monique. And yeah, I'm saying Monique because of the fact that Monique's on some bullshit, right? Um, the problem I have with Monique, because a lot, of, a lot of folks was talking about, you know, oh man, you know, she should have got this, she should have got that. Fuck Monique. And I'm saying that because of the fact that I remember a few years ago, when the whole blood diamond situation was going on and everybody was talking about blood diamonds and, and, and folks losing their arms and limbs and legs, so on and so forth. I remember her in the interview saying, you know, I'm aware wear my diamonds. So where your motherfucking diamonds? You know what I mean? <laughs> because now that big ass diamond, you know what I'm saying, which, which, which probably came from uh, the beers or one of the motherfuckers is, is dragging your ass down into the ocean. You know what I mean? So wear your diamond. Put that big motherfucker on. Don't complain about they not paying you the way you want to get paid. You know what I'm saying? That's how the thing go. You know what I mean? And I, I, was, I was respecting you. I was respecting you as, a, as, a, as an African, as a black woman, whatever. I'm like, I'm all for that. But when you come out your motherfucking mouth and disrespect our brothers and sisters who are dying literally, who are suffering, based on some material wealth and shit. Look, man, fuck all that shit you talking about. You reap what you sow.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kevin Hart, after he was receiving much and much backlash on social media, um we know he do what a man, lot of celebrities do. You man. know, they backtrack their statements, but we know your intentions and we know you meant what you said and we don't forget that.
1: Well, well, not, not and the play Crackers advocate. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people say dumb shit and they gotta retract it. You know what I mean? We all say some dumb shit now and then, but try not to tweet that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at you look at uh, uh, at, at dumb Donald Donald Trump. This motherfucker is the master of saying dumb shit on Twitter. If if your ass can't learn from him, then you fucking up. You know what I mean? Omarosa is a, a an example of that. Example of. You know, you being black and you you kissing ass to to try to get ahead, and then they fucking change the locks on the door for you, take your credentials and shit, and and cut
0: your wings, make
1: you snatch your wig off your head on the way out, all that shit. <laughs> that's how the fuck they get down. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. That's Kevin Hart with his little ass, but uh, you know, he he should do the same, man. He should you know, walk walk careful, man. Be cool, man. Don't 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 jump on the wrong side. You can never ever ever. Unite with the state. I don't give a fuck. I I would never publicly go against my people. Especially, especially on behalf of the state. I'm not, I don't give a fuck. The police, the state, man, listen, I'm never siding with them. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Now, our people might do some dumb shit and I say, look, that's some dumb shit. But I never get on a motherfucking microphone and talk about how. A murder of of someone black was justified because the cop said so. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So fuck Starbucks, fuck Kevin Hart, and the police.
0: All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And when we do come back, we're going to talk about an incident that happened in 2014. Because a lot of y'all think that this is a lone incident, and this just happened at one Starbucks And it's not systematic when it is. In fact, if you go to my Facebook page, there's another video of a gentleman asking to use the bathroom, was denied because he didn't patronize the place. And then long and behold, here come a Euro. He hasn't patronized the place, but he gets the code to the bathroom, use the bathroom and get in line. And then he orders. So we know that this is systematic. Systematic. And we know that it's a problem. So we, when we come back, we're going to talk about that problem. But we're going to go back to 2014 and tell you what happens when individuals call the police on black and brown youth, men, women, and children.
1: Don't touch that dial. Necessary blackness podcast. It's K. Jama, Kalaji Jama Changa. I'm in the building with Raheem Shabazz. Don't get it fucked up. We here.
0: Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison-industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the school-to-prison pipeline, Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust, Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docuseries. Uh, This is Candace D. McKinley. I'm running for school board, District 2. The election is May 22nd. Again, the election is May 22nd. Please come out and vote. Tell your friends everybody that Candace D. McKinley is running, and I'm here for all children to have the opportunity to have success in their schools. Thank you so much. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is the Lowrider Guru, Thomas T.J. Lofton from Compton, California. When I'm traveling around the world or I'm in the car, I got Necessary Blackness podcast on checking out my man, Ryan Shabazz. Yo,
1: what up? It is the Mohawk and real Talk and living fully, businessfully, Dave Anderson of the Businessfully podcast. You know me when you see me heard me in these streets if you haven't that's just me breathing down your neck you are listening to the necessary blackness podcast with my brother my homeboy my main number one cousin from another oven my man Raheem
0: Shabazz man get in get your mind right because it's necessary
1: this is Siraj founder of the man in the mirror project hanging out with Raheem Shabazz all the way from the UK representing that necessary blackness podcast peace this is Zaza Ali and when I am not studying the science of the universe and the laws
0: of creation I am listening to the big homie Raheem Shabazz on Necessary Blackness make sure you support peace persons interested in broadcasting a commercial can reach us via email at necessary blackness podcast at gmail.com Necessary Blackness is distributed on all major podcast platforms iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and Google Play. We'll also promote your business and product across our various social media networks, reaching over 100,000 people daily. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Arthur Emma Henry here. Whenever I want to get the latest on politics, social life issues, facing our Black community, I tune in to Necessary Blackness with Raheem Shabazz. All right, we are back from a quick commercial break. And as promised... We're going to talk about this situation that happened in Starbucks in 2014 so that y'all know, family, that this is not a lone incident. Like I tell you, this is systematic. In fact, racism and white supremacy is a global situation that has ramifications that's felt all around the world wherever there's black and brown or indigenous people. So in 2014, a Starbucks employee called the police on an individual named Don Trey Hamilton. They called the police three different times. It got to the point where they told her, stop calling us. However, the third time the officer that did show up Shot this individual 14 times. So when I hear the CEO of Starbucks saying that he's going to close 18,000 stores for one day and do sensitivity or bias training for all employees, I don't get it. Because one thing is for certain and two things is for sure. You can't untrain Racism. These are people that do not like you, that despise your very existence, and they don't want you into their business establishment. And I don't know if any of y'all are studying history. Martin Luther King, many of y'all who consider him the father of the integration movement, realize that integration was a problem and that we was going into a burning house. Now, some of y'all are trying to pull up on a fire truck (laughs) and put the fire out of this house instead of building your own house. So this situation that happened in 2014 and here it is in 2018. Can can you speak on that? And what's your thoughts on this situation um, surrounding this brother? And rest in peace to Don Trey Hamilton. Um, the brothers and sisters out there in Milwaukee are definitely keeping his name alive. And we haven't forgot what happened to you, dear brother. And um, I'm just surprised that many people haven't realized this situation. I had no knowledge of it. And, um, they're surprised what's happening in 2018. So what's your thoughts on that, Kalanji? Um, first off,
1: condolences to Dontre Hamilton's family. It's a shame that, you know, that the, uh, young man lost his life. Um, again, it's not, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not gonna subscribe to the, uh, all things Starbucks. Again, Starbucks is a, is a corporate institution. It is a corporation. Um, it is a one of the pieces to the capitalism puzzle and th- the job of capitalism is to have a, uh, an oppressor and an oppress. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody gotta be at the bottom. Somebody gotta be at the top, you know? Um, so, whether it's Starbucks, whether it's Walmart or Target or Samsung or whoever, you know what I mean. It's it's all around the world, same song. It's the same shit. You know what I mean. So um, again, you know, it, it's it's not just Starbucks. It is a number of different uh, businesses. The the Chinese restaurant on the corner. You know what I mean. The the Koreans uh, they're selling the the fake weave and the hair and shit like that. The Arabs at the the fucking the gas station, you know what I mean, the Indians, you know what I'm saying, so on and so forth. Many of these folks are calling the police. Many of these folks are are are, are pimping us, utilizing us as tools, you know, and 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 murdering us, you know, and, and preying on our demise. So as far as that's concerned, you know, I, I don't know what to say outside of it being, you know, business as usual and business as usual is quite fucked up.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, You know, right now, I know that, you know, the United Nations High Commission for Refugees uh, estimated that at least 621,700 refugees from the Democratic Republic of Congo were forced to seek safety uh, in over 11 different countries. And another 1.7 million, close to 7,500 people a day fled their homes in the last four months alone and at this place. There hasn't been a peak from the black community. You know what I'm saying? Not even, you know, the, the, the lovers of all things, Africa, but all of a sudden two brothers get locked up for staging a, a, a unknowing sit in, in a Starbucks in Philly and everybody's in the uproar. I'm with the boycott. You know what I'm saying? I'm with, let's stop, let's stop. Uh, you know, let's divest. You know what I mean? Let's take our money back. You know what I mean? But you know, we we also got to do the same thing with the walmarts the targets the samsung's because there are many multinational corporations that have a vested interest interest in the uh congolese human, humanitarian crisis you know what i'm saying and that particular crisis has left over 15 million people dead in the last 57 years over 15 million people gone in the last 57 years and none of our starbucks folks is saying shit about that you know so, uh, while while the situation with the brother, Don Trey Hamilton, he lost his life. You know what I mean? I unite with there being an uproar around that. The two brothers that were sitting inside of the Starbucks in Philly. Yeah, you know, um, nah, they, you shouldn't have got arrested. And you, you shouldn't have, uh, you know, been mistreated, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, yeah. Simple solution for that. Fuck Starbucks. We ain't got to fuck with him no more. It won't cost you a dime to pay them no mind. You know what I mean? But let's deal with some of these other crises that's going on, Um, not only in in Philly, you know what I'm saying? Um, But around the world. Around the globe. We got to talk about, if you're going to talk about Philly, we got to talk about what's going on with Mumia Abu-Jamal. If we're going to talk about Philly, let's talk about what's going on with Russell Maroon Schultz and um, the Move 9, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What's going on with Herman Bell in New York? They're trying to keep him... Lock the fuck up out there. What's going on with H Rap Brown and Ma'am Jamil here in uh in, in in uh that's from Atlanta. You know what I mean? So we, we gotta go beyond that. You know, again, you know, we feel bad that they still treating us like niggas, you know what I mean, and they still busting us up and they still running them up. But at the same time, you know what I mean, uh fuck Starbucks, you know what I mean? Let let's deal with these these major issues. That's a
0: simple solution. Hey, right yo. in Atlanta. <sighs> We probably gonna have to name this podcast Fuck Starbucks. You can name it Fuck Starbucks. Because you said that about 10 times.
1: Yo, might say 10 more. <laughs> but I wanna say, you know what I mean, because of the fact that one thing we do, we often, you know, folks say, well, you know, where are we gonna get our coffee from? I mean, you know what I mean? Ain't you no, know, there's black coffee shops. Look them up. Right here in Atlanta, right here on in the west end of Atlanta at 640 West. Shout out
0: to 640 Shout West. Out to
1: 640 West Coffee Shop, um, right across from the West End Mall. You know what I mean? They have a beautiful coffee shop there, and um, you know they're, they're community based. We actually, you know, hold our martial arts classes, Africa Martial Arts Institute. Shout out to the Africa Martial Arts Institute. Shout out to the C.I.F.U. movement, which I represent. Um, Sundays from two p.m. to four p.m. We got Africa Martial Arts right in the coffee shop. Monday from seven p.m. to nine p.m. Every Monday, every Sunday. We got martial arts, African martial arts, indigenous martial arts, the original thing going down right here in the city of Atlanta. That's in a coffee shop. These are places, places that support our community. That's where the fuck we need to be.
0: And there's also another coffee shop that just had its grand opening um, with Ulu. You familiar with that, yeah. right? Yes, yes. And that's yes. on uh, Sylvan Road?
1: I, I haven't been there and I, I don't know too much about it, but shout out to Ulu, Us Lifting Us, you know, for their new new coffee shop. Yeah, we want to make sure that we, we support... Our own, and that's the bottom line. And we know the people at Ulu, um, us lifting us. They're, they're folks who are into community work. So make sure that oppose us just crying, oppose us just marching and complaining um, and doing sit-ins. You know what I mean? We ain't trying to remix the 60s. We're not trying to be uh, the return of 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 the civil rights movement. You know what I mean? We could do this. Another way in a better way.
0: Absolutely. You know what
1: I mean? Even in, in the communities, we got a lot of this, a lot of this, um, a lot of these folks coming along, gentrifying the community. We got an anti gentrification campaign. You know what I mean? Y'all need to support that. Go to our website, siafumovement.org. That's siafu That's S I A F U movement.org. S I A F U movement.org. Thepeoplesarmy.org. We got renegadeculture.org. Speaking of renegade culture, You know what I mean? I'm here on the Necessary Blackness podcast, but I also co-host a podcast called Renegade Culture. You can find us on iTunes or on SoundCloud, Renegade Culture. You know what I mean? Um, Support your podcast.
0: Absolutely. Make sure y'all go out and support that. Word. Support black businesses. There is a website. And it's listed on my Facebook page. So if you're not following me, make sure you follow me on Facebook at Raheem Shabazz. And there's 47 black coffee-owned shops around the country that's listed. So make sure y'all support that. And there's also an article that's on Atlanta Black Star. And it talks about how black coffee shops worldwide is seeing a spike in business. So we know the power of the black dollar and we know that the majority of our people are going to be on the right side of history because they're taking their dollars and they're spending it with their own people. And we have to continue to do that. And we have to be very vigilant in doing it. And we got to put fire and hold people accountable. And when I say people, I'm talking about our people that speak against our best interests. You know, and shout out, I, I want to shout out Harry Belafonte, right? And there's an article that of a recent interview that he did. And I'm going to quote what he said. He said, until white people change their course of conduct, The only thing left for black people to do is to burn it down. Now, this is a civil rights icon that marched with Martin Luther King. And I think, to be honest, he is the oldest uh, civil rights icon um, because he just celebrated his 95th birthday. Mm -hmm. But either way, he even changed... His direction of thinking. And he is letting you know that the racism that we are experiencing today is worse than what they was doing in the 60s. So don't think because now that we can go to school with them, now that we can work aside of them, that things are any different. You know, these people are as racist as ever. And you have to Unify amongst your people. You have to fight for freedom, justice, and equality with your people. Now, a lot of people are looking for allies. And I, he- I heard a lot of people saying, well, you know, it was the white lady that recorded it. And it was the white guy that spoke up for the black person. Yeah, that's good. More y'all need to speak up. Because on social media, you can see how they really feel. I seen a tweet, right? And the person was a Euro of European descent, for those that don't know what that means. And the first thing they said, well, you have to be honest, they don't look like they was real estate uh, or into real estate the way they was dressed. What the hell that got to do with being discriminated against? I mean, you know. And, and this is the mindset of certain people. You know what yeah. I mean? To try to justify the blatant racism and disrespect of African people.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100, man. I don't I don't give a fuck what white people got to say. You know what I'm saying? I think we get so caught up. If if I if I were to um just pay attention to these crackers that troll me on the various social media pages or whatever. Then I wouldn't get shit done. You know what I mean? When whenever we do a, a press conference or uh, anything that 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 that, that garners uh, serious attention, you know, white folks come. You know, dumb, uh, backward silly redneck crackers they come along saying dumb shit and they don't you know i mean that shit don't bother me it's like why would i argue with with a fool you know what i'm saying my concern is is with some of these black folks who get out there standing up saying dumb shit i think part of the the, the problem too is we get black folks in social media who <coughs> are uh politically retarded and, and lazy. And 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 somewhat crazy who don't want to do shit. Low stand frequency
0: up. slaves.
1: Don't want to stand up uh, for their own rights or stand up to resist that choose to attack others for doing so. They look for all the faults and say, oh, well, y'all think y'all do this or y'all oh, uh, y'all need to do this. Y'all like who the fuck is y'all? You know what I mean? Like your dumb ass ain't the press <laughs> because of the fact that you put up a slick ass Facebook post. You know what I mean? The fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? You still fucked up like the rest of us. You know what I mean? So um we, we really gotta move beyond that. You know, one of the things that we're doing when we talk about solutions, again, I wrote with the Seattle Movement. The Seattle Movement is the FTP movement, it's the African Martial Arts Institute, it's community movement builders, it's the Seattle Youth Movement. Um, it is uh, uh, I mean excuse me, Seattle Youth Corps, it is the Mama's Army, you know what I'm saying, and, and a number of other different uh, coalitions that we have, that we we actually do work. We're buying property in in the in 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 the Atlanta area right now. You know what I'm saying? We're into agriculture. We have a uh, a um, uh, what do you call it? Food Mart on the way. We're building schools, so on and so forth. We're talking about shit that's practical. Not know what we need to do. I mean that shit is. Corny. It's so played the fuck out. What black folks need to do. We don't need to do nothing but get together with your ALX, get together with folks who are about that business and, and make shit happen. It's that simple.
0: Or do like uh Harry Belafonte and, and burn it down. Well, you
1: know, <laughs> Harry Belafonte is 95 years old. Yeah, I that know. That sound real good. You I, I I mean to me, you know, me telling telling folks to burn some shit down is empty rhetoric. Because I'd be doing nothing but setting myself. If you don't see me doing some shit and I'm telling you to do it, then that's, that's whack. That's part of our issue right now. We always running other folks under the gun to do some shit that we won't do ourselves. Some of these motherfuckers that's running around talking about they the, the best speakers in the world and all this other goofy shit, tell them to do what the fuck they talking about doing. That's all I'm saying. Simple.
0: And that leads me to my next question. Um, the next topic, rather. The state of the movement. State of the movement. Let's talk a little bit about that.
1: What is the state of the movement? Um, Again, there's confusion as to what the the movement is and what it's not. A lot of folks confuse the quote-unquote conscious community with the movement. The conscious community is just a bunch of folks who can sit around reading and pontificating and... Uh, talking about how much alkaline water they drank today, and you know all of this good stuff. You know, what I mean, it, it requires no nothing practical. It just means that you know something. You know what I mean? And everybody knows something. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's that's it. No accountability, no responsibility. You don't have to be a part of an organization. None of that shit. Movement. There's accountability. There's responsibility. You got to be a part of an organization. You got to have a check and balance system. You got to have folks that 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 you go to to seek counsel, whether it's an elder, whether it's some folks who have more experience than you, some OGs or what have you. You know what I mean? That is the difference between the movement and the conscious community. What is the state of the movement? The state of the movement at this time, it's looking lovely to me where we are from where we're sitting because of the fact that we are moving with folks who are practical. We're moving with folks who are productive. You understand what I'm saying? On all levels. Now, outside of that, I can't speak on what I don't know. I know there's some good folks in the Bay, in Oakland, um, in, in Durham, North Carolina, in Philly, you know what I'm saying? In Baltimore, Tuttman city, so on and so forth. that's putting in that soldier work in Houston, you know what I mean? In Chicago, there's some real good folks that, that you may not know their names. In fact, I'll dare to say that if you take all of the serious workers and put their names together, their names won't be as big as one or two of these, uh, shackle shakers that you have out there touring the world, talking about they're gonna be in this city and that city and this city and that city, and they the king of this and the prince of this and all that bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I don't understand how you can stand up before the world when you got what's going on in the Congo, when you got uh, folks like uh, Julius uh, Malema over in in, in South Africa. That's organizing the economic freedom fighters. When you have folks in Togo that's putting together to bring down that wicked regime over there, over in West Africa, I, and, and and all the the atrocities going on in Haiti and, and Jamaica. You know what I mean? With all the the, the the hurricanes in 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 uh in in the Virgin Islands. You know what I'm saying? Where where Saint Croix was 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 ransacked twice. Dominica. Where, where 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 uh. St. Thomas was jacked up. St. John, so on and so forth. And you can stand your monkey ass up talking about you the prince of fucking pan-Africanism. You sound like a fucking joke. You sound like a real fucking joke. And, and you know, we got to hold some of these folks accountable. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm on necessary blackness right now. And I'm saying to everybody, including you, Raheem Shabazz, you, we can no longer sit back and allow these motherfucking clowns to run around with a, with a three-ring circus You know what I'm saying? They act like we don't see shit. You know what I mean? We have to speak the fuck up. You got cats trying to be Morris Day out this motherfucker, trying to make albums, and our people are murdered. People are dying in the streets. Thousands of people getting murdered by the police, and we ain't saying shit. We ain't saying shit. So, yeah, so in that instance, Starbucks can do what the fuck they want to because of the fact that they know that we a joke. They know that we are total fucking jokes. We yelling we at war, we yelling we this. We warriors and all that shit, and all these folks walking around acting like they don't see shit, they don't hear shit, see no evil, hear no evil, ain't no evil. So anyway, part of my English. I know some of y'all out there like, oh yeah, you hating because fucking fuck this and that. Man, listen, I ain't hating because of shit. I'm hating because of the fact that I hate bullshit, and we are struggling right now. We are, we are, uh, our communities are being decimated. You know, we got folks that gentrifying shit. We, I mean, we get jacked up right now, man. And, and folks is, we got traveling preachers right now. Without, without, We we got mega preachers without mega churches. And they constantly shaking your asses down. And Again, those are the shackle shakers. <laughs> the shackle shakers. They stick tape. They shake that motherfucking tambourine. They shake your shackles and make you feel like you're going to get the Holy Ghost. But you ain't going to get shit, but demolished because of the fact that they work in part and parcel
0: with the state. Now, you spoke about the shackle shakers, and you spoke about the state of the movement, and you also spoke about individuals and organizations that's out here doing the work. Now, I've been privy to um, visit the garden and and, and the house that um, you brothers acquired.
1: Siafo House.
0: The Siafo House. Yes. And um, you also... Do schooling there as well, correct? Um, Tell us a little bit about that organization, some of the things that you got going on, and why it's important to have a movement like that. Because I watched those brothers when they came out, those young brothers, when they came out to my screening, and, and, and it was a pleasure to see how profound their mind was, and how developed they was, and they was able to articulate theyself. But not only that, I watched videos of them where they are training. You know, so these are our next warriors. You know what I mean? And they unapologetic. So tell tell us a little bit about that movement.
1: Right on. Um. Yeah. And I, I thank you for for bringing it up because of the fact that you know, as uh my brother Kamal mentioned earlier, um, he was talking, he was talking about how We have, uh, you know, folks think that we could just jump on a podcast or jump on a microphone and and that's it. And we sit back and say, okay, we did work. You know what I mean? We want you to know that we can get on a microphone, we can get on a podcast, we can stand in front of an audience, and then we can report the duty, meaning that we can get out there and we can do the physical labor, we can do the work. Um, The the movement that I'm a part of, uh, which is known as the People's Army, uh, is the Siafu Movement. That's S-I-A-F-U Movement. S, as in Sam, I-A-F-U Movement.org. Siafu Movement.org. Um, Siafu is an ant from Kenya. You know what I mean? So um, that, that's our logo as well. We're not going to get into all that. But basically, you know, we have a number of different uh organizations that came together under this particular movement. As uh, Raheem just mentioned, we have a few properties, properties, uh, That we build in the pittsburgh section of atlanta we have a community garden we have uh some serious workers serious worker ants we have a youth corps seattle youth corps which is an african boys and girl scout uh program and rights of passage we have one in atlanta we'll also be starting one in new orleans in the fall uh which will be led by our sister sunny patterson out there shout out to her and we're on the move we're teaching with the Seattle youth Corps we're teaching our youth african martial arts we're teaching them uh agriculture um they have a uh the national black archers Association my man javon he's teaching them archery
0: you know yeah I mean? shout out to the brother Javon. I met the brother he's a good brother
1: no doubt we we're, we're 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 teaching them uh how to deal with weapons, how to respect weapons, you know what I mean? How to survive, urban survival preparedness, so on and so forth. So, you know, that's one aspect. We have the FTP movement. We have the community movement builders. We have the African Martial Arts Institute. We have the Urban Survival Preparedness Institute, which is co-chaired by my brother Balogun Ojatade and myself because of the fact that we feel that if you have an organization that is not prepared to... uh deal with uh, natural disasters, urban disasters, um, you know, uh, shit, uh, attacks by the state, so on and so forth, man-made disasters, then you don't really have an organization if you can't defend your shit. That's like having a house with no locks on it or no dogs or no weapons and it's like, look, I got all this money in here and food and, you know, please don't come in and get it.
0: Pretty much they just got a study group.
1: (laughs) Right, basically, and some of them don't even study well. They don't even do that much, but um, you know, so yeah, YouTube
0: scholars. With
1: that, we have um, you know, folks are learning political education. They're learning how to uh, survive. um, You know, if something goes on in the city, because a lot of times you get this wilderness survivals, survival, and your ass don't live nowhere near the woods. You know what I mean, near the wilderness, whatever. Um, We have we're teaching folks how to. We have combat medics. Because of the fact that being shot or stabbed or injured in the hood is a very real situation, and we might need to save each other's lives, you know what I mean. So we have folks who are specialists. You know, we build the go bags so that if there's a problem, if there's an issue, you can just grab your go bag and move. So that's the urban survival. They
0: don't know about that bug out bag, man. Man,
1: Bug out, bug in. We got it. (laughs) We got renegade culture. Like I said, the podcast. We also have. you know, an online store that supports our movement, renegadeculture.org. Check that out. We got Mama's Army. A lot of folks be talking about where the sisters at. We believe in sister-led movements. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the spirit, the spirit of Winnie Mandela, Winnie, Winnie Mandela, and, and Asada Shakur, and 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 my godmother, Fulani Sunni Ali, and Harriet Mama Tubman, and Jerry. All our ancestors who put in that work, you know what I mean? That those, those seeds are still here through groups like Mama's Army. You know what I mean? So the, the organizations and the, and the groups that I just named, that they're, they're a part of the Seattle movement. And the Seattle movement is uh it, it's, it's what's happening, man. It ain't, you know, and it, it ain't I ain't set tripping. I'm just saying that we are proactive in our efforts, in our work, you know what I mean? And I'm suggesting and. I'm suggesting, and I'm also uh, requesting, that if you say that you are about this life, that you are concerned with our uh, people's plight, which you if you're concerned with African people or poor and oppressed people, that you get behind either our movement or get involved in some organization that's practical. Don't just go start your own shit just to be starting it because of the fact that you know when you really understand this work, being a quote unquote leader. Is not at the top of the fucking game plan. You have more work as a leader. If you are successful in your endeavors, you'll have more work as a leader than you would as a as a uh a, a rank and file member. So um continue to support the Seattle Food movement, support uh Necessary uh Blackness Podcast support Renegade Culture podcast because we don't have to wait for uh corporate radio to be our voice. We don't have to wait for these uh community broadcast radios that or stations who they might be happy with you one day or mad with you the next day so depending on how they feel and who like you and who don't like you, they might not play your shit. You know what I mean? We can we can push this through necessary black blackness we could push this through Renegade Culture. And again, check out Renegade Culture, our podcast.
0: When it comes on.
1: It comes on. We drop every Friday. Mm. Every Friday we drop uh, Renegade Culture. Um, and you can check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just go to SoundCloud, type in Renegade Culture or iTunes, type in Renegade Culture, and you'll hear us talk our shit. It's co-hosted by myself and my brother, uh, Attorney Kamal uh, Franklin.
0: All right, you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I am your host, Raheem Shabazz. And before I leave, I want to tell you, instead of spending that $5 at Starbucks, spend it with a black-owned coffee shop. Starbucks is part of the corporation and part of the capitalistic society and when we deal with capitalism we got to remember what it is and what they do and what they will continue to do and there's a quote about the capitalistic society and that quote is it's win if you can lose if you must but always cheat and that's what they do so in closing Kalanji You want to give us the last closing words and let people know where they can follow you at?
1: Yes. Thank you for that because of the fact that um, I've been told that I need to build up my Twitter and Instagram (laughs) and all that shit. I'm old school. I still, you know what I mean? I still do text, might write a letter, some shit like that. You know what I mean? Just figuring Facebook out real well. Um, On Instagram, it's who he talking to. Who he talking to. Um, and on Twitter, Kalonji Changa, Definitely check us out. Um, the website, you can go to the peoplesarmy.org, make it simple like that, the and you can find out about some of this work we're doing. I really, truly on behalf of our, our movement and our organization and organizers, you know, and we have some great folks. And, and you may not know their names, but their work ethic is gangster. You know what I mean? Gangster. We thank you and we appreciate you. And in the mortal words of Chairman Fred Hampton from the Black Panther Party, dare to struggle, dare to win. And if you don't dare to struggle, then goddamn it, you don't deserve to win.
0: That's it. You heard it right here unnecessary blackness. Who he talking to? That's the handle. Shots was fired. Y'all know who he was talking to. Y'all know he was referred to. And Kalanji always getting me in trouble. But guess what? This is unedited. It is what it is. He said what he said. And uh, I ain't making no apology for him. It is what it is. Hey, yo. Necessary yeah. blackness podcast. Yeah,
1: don't cut me off. Yeah, 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 <laughs> look yeah, it, yeah, See, look at yeah. him. Raheem better start talking about this shit, too. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, and I, I ain't find no shots. I'm telling it like like, like the old folks say, like it T-I-S. You hey, know man, I mean? if that's, that's how you, you feel,
0: man, that's how you feel, man. I be yeah. feeling some type of way, man. But, you know, sometimes, man, you know, I, I like to just spend more time doing the work, man, and you let the chips fall where it may. People are going to do what they do. But there do come a time, man, where, you know, accountability is everything, man. You know what I mean? And people got to be held accountable, man, for whatever it is. You know what I mean? I got to be held accountable. If I do something that's sideways or, you know, I'm not standing perpendicular on my truth or square, then listen, man, I need to be held accountable, man. So that's what it is, man. You know what I mean? Um, We building over here, man. I love what you're doing. Um, I came out. That was, what, about two weeks ago. Yes. I'm going to continue to come out. And one day, man, I'm going to surprise y'all, man. I'm going to come up there, man. I'm going to get my hands dirty, and I'm going to help y'all with the garden. You know, because it's a community garden, man. Right? Absolutely. So I get to pick some uh, apples and some onions and stuff like that and take so now, home
1: with me. Nah, actually, you get to grow some. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta you know we, we gotta put put that put that work in. We can't just come collecting. You know what I mean? We got I be, said I
0: was gonna come and help.
1: That's cool. That's cool. We gotta because what happens is we can't play the role of the desert. The desert is just take, take, take. The the river, the stream, it gives life and it takes life. You understand? All right, so way? I got to plant
0: my own stuff. I, well, not my own stuff, yeah. but I got to come plant. And then when it's harvest, hey, man, I can come and get you, some of the stuff you, out of there. You said, you said it was community garden, so we got
1: to do it like the community. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. No doubt. Keep it gangster. Necessary Blackness Podcast, we appreciate y'all. we here.
0: Persons interested in broadcasting a commercial can reach us via email at, necessaryblacknesspodcast at gmail.com Necessary Blackness is distributed on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and Google Play. We'll also promote your business and product across our various social media networks, reaching over 100,000 people daily. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Arthur Emma Henry here. Whenever I want to get the latest on politics, social life issues facing our
1: black community, I tune in to Necessary Blackness with Raheem Shabazz.